Beyond the stormy wind, there is also something else you simply can't avoid in Denmark, and this is tax. If you can't avoid it, it's at least worth getting to know and understand the Danish tax system and the various taxes. This is a knowledge on which your quality of life and the success of your business may depend. Welcome to the Business Lessons in Denmark podcast. Our podcast gives the answers to your business-related questions that have not been answered yet or things that haven't even crossed your mind. My name is Adina Bohos and I am here with my colleague Katalin Balog. We are owners of Cool Accounts APS, a Danish accounting office. Hi Kati, you mentioned in the introduction that this episode is going to be about taxes. Let's see then, uh, what do I need to know about the Danish tax system? Well, quite a lot. As a business owner, you will come into close contact with several types of taxes, depending on the type of your business. In this and our subsequent episodes, we are going to discuss the types of taxes that most business owners encounter. Okay, let's start with VAT then, which is called MOMS in Danish, right? Yeah. In earlier episodes, we have already mentioned that I, as a business owner, probably have to register for MOMS, but let's take a closer look at this. Well, everyone is somewhat familiar with this type of tax, as it exists in most countries, perhaps the USA, the only major country where it is not implemented. The English name VAT is an abbreviation of value added tax. The name comes from the fact that it is added to the price of a product or service at each stage of production, distribution or sale, um, as value is added to the service or production until it gets to the end consumer. Yes, and what does the Danish word MOMS mean? Is this also an abbreviation? Yes, this is also an abbreviation. It comes from the word mea omsetnings gift, which literally means added turnover tax. Later, the name was changed to mea verdi gift, literally added value tax. And this is the current name. The abbreviation, however, remained MOMS, based on the original word, because it is easy to remember and pronounce, where would probably be more difficult. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Okay, and, but what is MOMS actually, actually and, and what should I do with it as a business owner? MOMS is a tax paid on products and services, and it is always paid by the end user, um, the final consumer, but must be charged at every stage of the distribution of products and services. Its rate is determined by the state. In Denmark, it is 25%. Um, what you as a business owner should do with it is that if you are registered for MOMS, you must also include this tax in the price of your products or services. Okay, so if I would like to get 40 Krona for a portion of gulas soup in my Hungarian restaurant, then I have to add 
the uh, 25% moms on uh, top of that. And then the gulag soup will cost 50 krona to the hungry guests <laughs> because I have to add 10 krona moms to it. And uh, you said the moms will be added in each step of the sale. So the raw materials which I, I bought for the gulag soup um, also include moms. So the farmers who sold me the beef, carrots, potatoes, and pepper all added 25% moms to their uh, prices, and I paid it. A kilo of uh, potatoes might have been 10 krona originally, but I, I paid uh, 12 and a half krona for it together with moms. Yes, that's right. This is how it works. There is basically one key datum in this regard, namely that the moms that you charged me is not your money. You charge it to your customers, the customers pay you, and so the money comes into your bank account, but it is not your money. This is so important that every business owner should write it on a sticker and put it on the computer screen, engrave it into the door frame or make a neon sign out of it. I don't know what, but you should have to do something to make it stick. <laughs> okay, so as a business owner, I can't use the moms. It just flows through my business, right? Yeah. So I charge it, I collect it, but I only have it temporarily since I have to pay it to the state after a while. Yes, exactly. When a business owner gets in trouble with moms, it usually is for two reasons, either because of uh, a lack of knowledge or because he does not respect that the moms is not his money. If you don't earn enough, it's relatively easy to fall back on the moms, which is on your bank account anyway, but spending moms is like peeing in your pants. <laughs> you know, there is this Danish uh, saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which comes from the fact that when a person is cold, um, if you pee in your pants, uh, at first it will be pleasantly warm, uh, but after a short time, of course, it will be even more cold than before. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can, everyone can imagine this, this <laughs> <Yes>. picture. <laughs> yes. yes, so it's the same with the moms. Um, if you don't earn enough, then you have to deal with the reason why you are not earning enough. Maybe you don't work enough. Maybe you don't work effectively enough. Maybe your marketing is not satisfactory. Maybe you don't have any marketing at all. Uh, maybe your prices are too low. It may also be that uh, your costs are too high. There are many reasons why a business does not earn enough and they can all be solved but the solution is certainly not that one falls back on money that is not his. That's for sure. Uh, but what about the months that I pay to the other companies during my purchases? When your business is registered for months, you can reclaim the months you pay to your suppliers. That is the months on the beef, the carrots, the potatoes, salt and pepper and everything else you use for the goulash soup. Yes, then actually as a business owner, I don't have to pay moms. Although I pay it at the time of purchase, I claim it back from the state later. So the end result is that it costs me nothing. Yes, that's right. 
Um, we started by saying that MOMS is a tax that is paid by the end consumer. Until a product or service reaches the end consumer, it goes through several phases. The producer sells to the wholesaler, the wholesaler sells to the retailer, the retailer sells to the customer um, or the consumer. Yeah. In each phase of this process, the seller charges MOMS but the business in the next uh, phase can re uh, reclaim it. Um, only the last link, the end consumer cannot reclaim it. In other words, this tax is eventually paid by the end consumer. I understand. Uh, it would be good to see all this through an example. So uh, if I buy 10 kilos of carrots for my restaurant, and the seller would like to get a uh, hundred krona for the carrots. Then he will charge me 125 krona, including moms. He gets a uh, hundred krona from this uh, 125 actually, because he has to pay 25 krona moms to the state. Uh, on the other hand, as a business owner, I will reclaim these 25 krona moms. So if we look at it uh, from the state's uh, point of view, the state receives 25 krona moms, but then it gives uh, 25 krona moms back to me. So not tax revenue was actually received in this phase. Yeah, that's correct. Also, if we look at it from your viewpoint, you didn't pay moms either. I mean, you did, but then you reclaim it. So ultimately, you didn't. Um, this was the first phase. Um, here in this phase, the seller was a business and the buyer was also a business and moms ran through them but none of them actually got any money. Um, but let's uh, move on to the next uh, phase. Yes, the next phase is that I cook um, 50 liters of gulas soup from these uh, 10 kilos uh, of uh, carrots. Uh, I can sell around uh, 120, 30 portions from uh, this quantity. Here then, as a business owner, I have to charge the moms again. So I would like to receive 40 krona for one portion soup, but I have to add 10 krona moms on the top. So the hungry guest will pay 50 krona to me. Uh, I know the 10 krona moms is not my money. Uh, I have to transfer it to the state. So I have uh, 40 krona left. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, and here we reach the point where the state actually receives the moms as tax income because the restaurant's guests are private people. So they uh, can no longer claim back the 10 uh, crowns which was paid as moms. Yes, the final consumer pays the moms and uh, we, as business owners uh, who are involved in this uh, whole process, we only administer it. Yeah. Uh, we charge it, we collect it, we store it in our bank account for a while, we report how much we collected, and we will pay what we need to the state. Yeah, that's right. You, as a business owner, are actually doing a favor to the state by collecting this tax. Wow, what, what, what a nice person. 
mal. Okay. But yeah, come on. So, okay. I, I, I thought I, I had opened a Hungary restaurant, but, but it turns out that I had become a tax collector. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, it's good that you mentioned reporting um, the moms because indeed this is also part of your duties. Um, you have to report how much moms you collected and how much moms you want to claim back after your purchases in every quarter or every half a year. Some businesses uh, even have to report in every month. Okay, so well, all things considered, it's um, not that complicated, actually. So the point is that if I am registered for moms, I need to charge moms on my products uh, or services, and I have to collect it. At the same time, I can reclaim the months on my uh, business purchases. And in addition, uh, I must report to the state uh, at regular, regular intervals how much months I charge and how much I claim back. And I must transfer the difference to the state. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, broadly speaking. Um, you remember that uh, at the beginning we talked about um, that the word moms is short for mere omsetnings outgift, which literally means added turnover tax. And later the name was changed to mere verdi outgift, added value tax. And this is the current name. Um, it is called so because as the carrot goes from the farmer to the consumer through several phases, each phase adds a value to the carrot uh, on which the moms is charged. The more phases the product goes through, the more added value it will have and uh, the higher moms will be charged. Okay, clear. And uh, the extra value I added to the carrot was that I cooked it uh, and served it uh, it's a del delicious uh, gulas soup. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so it was more expensive than the raw uh, carrot. And so more moms could be charged on it than on the raw carrot. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, that from all the different types of uh, Danish uh, taxis, the moms is quite clear now. In our next episode, we are going to continue the presentation of Danish taxis. But due to the holidays, we are now taking a two-week break. That's right. Our next episode is coming out on Monday, the 8th of January. We hope, dear listener, that you will have something to occupy yourself with until then. And we promise that the next episode will be first uh, long wait. <laughs> Today's episode was sponsored by Kulakon CPS. Kulakon CPS can help with starting your company with bookkeeping and tax matters. In addition, we also provide business and financial consulting. If you liked the show, then follow us and uh, like our Facebook page. If you would like to contact us, you can do so via our website www.accounts.cool We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.